Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytani r-rajim. Bismillahi r-Rahman r-Rahim. Rabbish rahli swadri wa yasilli amri. Wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana. Innaka antal alimu al-hakim. اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا مما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah to sustain and cherish of the universe peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O oh Allah, we beseech Thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Amin. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today, the 8th of Sha'aban, 1445, we should be reading these two du'as from now till Ramadan Mubarak. Allahumma barik lana fi Shaban wa balighna Ramadan the hadith in Mishka Sharif O Almighty Allah Jalla Wala grant us barakah blessing during this month of Shaban and spare us for another wonderful uplifting spiritual month of Ramadan so 1445 in this instance and Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan O Allah protect and save us for Ramadan no sickness no accident no mishap wasallim ramadan alana o almighty allah protect ramadan for us no unnecessary confusion controversy wasallim hulana mutaqabbala ya allah our broken actions our speech and what have you we know is not up to par but out of your benevolence grace and mercy you accept it o beloved allah this dua is mentioned in kanzul ummar and remember that in south africa southern africa the this week, Sunday night, is the 15th night of Shaban, Laylatul Bara'a, Shabi Bara'at, Laylatul Nisfim in Shaban, and that is the Sunday night. So we should fast, inshallah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. For those of you beyond the borders of Southern Africa, Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Manawara, Aqsa, Mubarak, Palestine, America, Europe. So for you, remember, Saturday night is the auspicious night of Shaban. So you should fast, inshallah, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Allah, Jalla Wala, grant us tawfiq that we can do some extra actions, inshallah, during these Mubarak, blessed days and blessed nights as well. It's an introduction to the spiritual great month of Ramadan Mubarak. Today, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla, Surah 3, Chapter 3, Surah Al-Imran, and verse 152. 
So one verse only for today. To recap our previous lesson, Almighty Allah is teaching us such a great lesson that is effective for all times, all places, all circumstances. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu ay iman walo. Oh, you believe 89 different places Allah has used this phrase yet to ashikana khitab here. This is a dress filled with love and compassion. Allah is elevating our rank and status. Into the ulladhina kafaru hypothetically conditional clause for argument's sake if you are going to be obedient to the non-muslims the americans the israelis the europeans united nations united kingdom so all these non-muslims you want to follow them be obedient to them they will return you on your heels they will take you away from islam this is enshrined clearly in the noble quran why they will take you away and try to take you away? Based on jealousy, they, the Jews and Christians, majority of them, they want you to leave your Iman and Islam. They want you to go back and join them in their kufr and disbelieve and blasphemy Allah for birth. So all this is enshrined in the Noble Quran. Surah 2, Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse number 109. So we need to safeguard the greatest treasure which all Allah has conferred and blessed us with and that is our Iman our Islam that is never up for negotiation never up for sale and remember the Christians the Shias and all these Kufar they will use Orat and Dalat they will use women and money to entice us and seduce us Allah forbid and then you will return as a failure disaster you become a failure in this world and in the year after Allah forbid there will be vicissitudes there will be sacrifices there will be difficult times but we our focus must not be on people we are living in this dunya so we use all the means available and at our disposal provided that they are permissible but our focus should be only on Almighty Allah. Balillahu maulakum. Nay, Allah alone is your protector. Almighty Allah alone will protect you min kulli su in from all harm and evil and disaster and all these type of failures and so forth. Just take Quran Sharif and see. When difficulties came, the enemy said, They're mobilizing, organizing the armies against you Muslim Sahaba. You must fear them. So these were the students and companions of the Master, alayhi salatu salam. Fazadahum imana. Chapter 3, verse 173. Internally, the iman increased and outwardly they said and announced and pronounced, Waqalu hasbunallah. Allah is sufficient for us. Wa ni'mal wakil. The best one to take care of our matters and affairs. And if you read Surah chapter 22, 
Surah Hajj verse 78, the last, last line, فَنِعْمَ Mawla وَنِعْمَ nasir. the ending of the 17th Jews, 17th Supara. فَنِعْمَ Mawla Allah Jalla Wala, you are the best, best protector. وَنِعْمَ nasir and the best helper. So we have everything, but we must utilize it and practice on it and consume only halalan tayyiba. Then we will have shock, desire, and we will have that. That will become a catalyst for us. It will motivate us that we do actions to please Allah Jalla Wala and the love for Allah will be enhanced. The Iman will increase. And he almighty Allah is the best of helpers. Remember this word here. Just now in today's tafsir, I will make cross reference to it just now. So now these non-Muslims in the battle of Badr, in the battle of Uhud, all of them, they thought their Adad and Udad will be the criteria, their numbers, their ammunition, their equipment, and whatever else. But Allah Jalla Wala plays awe and fear in their hearts how the Red Army came to Afghanistan and they thought in one week, one month, they'll clean them up, the Mujahideen, they'll defeat them. Ten, eleven years they spent there and Allah put fear in their hearts. Now as I speak to you, Go see in Gaza al-Mubarakah how many Jutlas want to resign, how many want to go into early retirement, how many of them are running away from the battlefield. This morning the news broke, one extra soldier of the Jutlas dispatched straight to hell. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Sanulqi fi qulubil ladhina kafaru ru'ba. Soon we will put in the hearts of the non-Muslims that fear and awe. Bima ashraku billah, because they have ascribed, associated somebody, something to Almighty Allah. They said the idols are the partners of Allah, Allah forbid. They said Jesus is the son of Allah, Allah forbid. The mushrikeen and idol worshippers in Makkah used to say, Al Malaika to Banatullah, that the angels are the daughters of Allah, Allah forbid. All this are kufr and shirk in different forms and shapes and sizes. Malam yunazil bihi sultana. Never did Almighty Allah reveal such evidence and such proof for them. And when they live and die in that condition and situation, nar, their resting place is Jahannam forever and the hellfire everlasting doom and gloom and what a horrible place to stay in for the zalims the oppressors transgressors and remember not only apartheid zionism and that is zulm and oppression in shirk ala zulmun azim chapter number 31 and verse number 13 all Allah teaches us shirk when people ask associate somebody something to Almighty Allah so that is the worst worst form of oppression and Almighty Allah teaches us in Surah 4 chapter 48 Inna Allah la yaghfiru ay yushraka bihi 
that, remember, all Allah will never forgive such people who worship these idols or anybody, anything, and ascribe associated to all Allah. Chapter 31, verse 13. Tawheed, believing in the oneness, uniqueness of all Allah, and la ma'abuda bihaqqin illahu. Truly, there is none worthy of worship except him, all Allah, azza wa jalla. Now today's lesson, chapter 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse 152. All these verses have to do with the battle of Uhud. Jabal Uhudin yuhibbuna wa nuhibbuhu. Hadith Bukhari Sharif, Muslim Sharif, the most authentic hadith you will find that the Jabal Uhud, not Uhad, Uhud, it loves us and we love it. So remember that we should show respect to it, love it, and we in Medina Munawara, we should visit it. It's the month of Shawwal, and the enemies came. You must remember that 3,000 of them, Abu Sufyan and them are the leader, the Muslims plus minus 1,000, and then the hypocrites left. So they were left with 700, 300 of them left. So here Almighty Allah is describing what unfolded here. So see the role the Sahabas played and what was their slogan. So all Allah teaches us. Wonderful lesson. Pay attention. Chapter 3, verse 152. And by Allah. And definitely, surely, Allah Jalla Wala fulfilled His promise for you. He will help you, assist you, one proviso. Every commandment of Almighty Allah, every instruction of Mustafa Sallallahu you must observe it and obey it and you must be according to that. Then Allah's help will come. In Tansurullah Yansurkum. When you have the deen, Islam, the religion, of Allah and your obedience, Allah's help will descend where you submit aqdamakum and Almighty Allah will keep your feet firm. So is the husunahum bi'idni when you Muslims were killing them, when you Muslims were murdering them, when you Muslims were neutralizing them. So this side and the Muslims, that side and the non-Muslims, and it's battle going on, survival of the shrewders. So in various battles, there's to have Shi'arul Muslimin. Shi'arul Muslimin means the slogan the believers have. What was the slogan of the Muslims in the battle of Uhud? Amit, Amit, kill them, neutralize them, get rid of them. So that was, you must remember the slogan. It is Muharram, it is the 70th of the Hijrah, it is the Battle of Khaybar. This side are the Muslims, on the other side are the Jutlas. 93, 94 of them dispatched to Jahannam. 16 Muslims, 15, 16 Muslims passed away in Battle of Khaybar. So what was the slogan? Shia ul Muslimin, Yawma Khaybar. Ya Mansur Amit, Ya Mansur Amit. Allah is Mansur. Remember I told you I'll make a cross-reference for you. وَهُوَ خَيْرُ النَّاصِرِينَ Ya Allah, He alone is the best of helpers and assistants. So Allah is the Nasir. And when we beg Allah for divine assistance, then Allah is Mansur. Ya Allah, we want your assistance. Ya Allah, we want your divine help. Ya Allah, you send down your help. 
So, Ya Mansur, Amit, Amit, Ya Allah, give us the ability to get the upper hand and dispatch the Jutla straight to hell. And that is what happened. Allah granted them a magnificent and a superior and a great, great victory there in the battle of Khaybar against the Jutlas and the Jews and so forth. So Allah Ta'ala is describing the scene. The Muslims, 100% obedient to Almighty Allah and Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Is the husunahum When you were killing them, dispatching them to hell with his commandment. So the Sahaba are there on the Ma'arika, the battlefield, and that side, Jabal Rumat, the mountain of the archers, Mustafa Rasulullah appointed 50 of them to guard that mountain pass. The leader, Amirul Rumat, and the leader was Abdullah bin Jubair. Write it down, you're going to forget afterwards. Abdullah bin Jubair was the leader of this group of 50 archers. Now you must remember, look at the role Sahaba played. Then he, Talha, Talha bin Ubaidillah radiallahu anhu wardah from Ashra Mubashara. So, his hand became paralyzed, his left hand side and so forth. Ulama wrote, why? Defending the Master, salam. Ya Rasulullah, no harm must come to you. The arrows were coming in from different, different directions. One side he got his sword, one side he got his shield, one side his hand, and that is Sahaba. What were sacrifices they made? You heard of the Sahabi Abu Dujana, radiallahu an. Abu Dujana's name is Simak, radiallahu anhu arda. His kunya agnoman Abu Dujana. He became a human shield. Yehe ishkun nabi. Yehe adabun nabi. The love he showed for the Master, salam, the respect he showed for the Master, salam, right in the thick of battle, remember, when he saw that the enemies are targeting Nabi, salam, Abu Dujana comes and says, Ya Rasulullah, I will take these arrows and whatever is coming. No harm must come to you. And he does not let his own back face the Mubarak countenance and face Mubarak of Nabi sallallahu sallam. He turns his body around. His face is, cha- is turning and is facing Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam's wajai aqdas and his Mubarak countenance and face and the arrows are raining in on his back, on his side and everything. So these are Sahaba. He showed us what is ishq, the love for Nabi alayhi sallam and adabun Nabi sallallahu alayhi Even in the battle they did not want their best back, make beat, as we say in Urdu and so forth, that the back must face, remember the Master, salam. How can it be? You are the most beloved, you are the most precious to all Matthew Allah, Azza wa Jalla in the entire universe, so we must show respect at all times, safaran wa hadara, whether we are in the hometown Medina or we are traveling, whether it is amnan wa khawfa, whether it is time of peace or war and battle. So these are lessons we must learn, the lesson of Abu Dujana radiallahu Now, when the enemy started retreating, running away and so forth, because they lost the upper hand and the advantage, then the Sahaba, 50 of them who were there on the mountain, so now there was different opinion. But Mustafa told them, you must stay here. 
irrespective of what happens. So that was the clear commandment. But hatta so much so. You were winning, you were killing them, neutralizing them. Hatta ida fashiltum. So much so when you lost courage. Now you said the battle is over and now let us descend. From that 50, remember, plus minus 38 or so came down. So they lost courage, meaning they had to continue staying there. And you had difference of opinion. Remember in the commandment, some said that no, the command only meant we must stay here as long as the battle is on. And not all the time. So now the battle is like finished, the enemies are retreating, so now we can go down. But that was not the real meaning. The real meaning was stay there all the time. And only 12 people, including Abdullah bin Jubair, radiallahu and the Amir, of the arches they stayed behind and you had a dispute regarding the commandment when Sahaba even commit a small minor sin mistake it's considered as a big sin why? because now Allah Ta'ala told you Nabi Salam told you you have an elder son and you have a young son the elder son does something foolish, so he is more to blame than the young one. So me and you, we are ordinary mortals and people, daily, night, day and night we committing sin. These are Sahaba, the companions of the Master, salam. They kiss the Master, salams. Yadihi al-Sharifa, his Mubarak hand. They read Salat behind the Master, salam. They kept Siyam with Nabi, salam, fasting. They were in the battlefield. So therefore, it becomes a serious offense then. وَأَصَيْتُمْ And some of you, you disobeyed. مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا أَرَاكُمْ After what Allah Ta'ala showed you, مَا تُحِبُّونَ What you loved. And what was the love? That these enemies are running, they are booty, and their spoils of war is there for the taking. So now better we also go down and get our share. Just now we will get deprived or we will get less share. So insan, human beings, nature, in, innate and inherent, and it is within human beings, nature this human being is madly very intensely in love with wealth so 38 of them from the 50 plus minus approximately descended and they said we want the booty and so forth the war is over and remember Khalid bin Walid, the master tactician, this is third year of the Hijrah. And in the eighth year of the Hijrah, in the month of Safar, then he came. Walid bin Walid told him, his brother, in the sixth year, seventh year, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam saw you, meaning met Walid and told him, where's this Khalid, your brother, in the seventh year? He's so intelligent, doesn't he know he must embrace Islam? So that word pierced his heart. And then he came, but it felt very hard to look, make eye contact. You know, when you're guilty, then to look into the eyes of the person is very difficult. So he looked down and he said, Ya Rasul Allah, I want to embrace Islam, but forgive me. You see? So in on that occasion, Rahmatullil Alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Innal Islam yahdimu ma kana qabla. Islam expunges and erases the sins of the past. Are you prepared to forgive before 15th night of Shaban? Daughter-in-law, you will forgive your mother-in-law. Daughter-in-law, you will forgive your daughter-in-law. So start thinking now. Otherwise, all the ibadat we do on the big auspicious night, 15 Shaban, nothing accepted. 
لَكُمْ Forgive people more and more than Allah will forgive us more and more. So that is Quran, that is Islam, that is our Sharia. So you saw that. So some of you went for the wealth. Some of you went with the intention, let me collect the dunya. Let me get some wealth, some booty, some spoils of war. So that is dunya. And those who stayed there, they said, no, we will stay even if we become shaheed. And lo and behold, they became shaheed and shuhada. Khalid bin Walid looked back. He saw that the mountain, the mount passing, mount, you know that Shabir Rumat, the mountain of the archers, is now very few people are there. So there is an opening. He made a U-turn and came back from the back. And the victory then turned into a defeat to a great extent. And some of you, your intention was the Akhirah. Never mind, we will give our life, but Allah is pleased with us. Mustafa is pleased with us. But Allah Ta'ala forgives all the Sahaba, even if they committed mistakes or committed sin. Hence, no one has the right to castigate, condemn, and criticize them. A hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, when you see the people cursing, swearing, my companions like the Kuffar Shias, cursing Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Aisha, Sayyidina Hafsa, Amir Muawiyah, radiallahu anhum, faqulu, then say, la'anatullahi ala sharrikum, Allah's curse be upon you from the evil you are perpetrating, therefore we say Khomeini and them, la'anahullah, Allah's curse be upon them. So they gave their life and Allah let their name shine and glitter till the day of Qiyamah and till we all enter Jannatul Firdausil A'la. So your focus supposed to be on the enemy, but now because you went for the wealth, thumma swarafakum anhum, Almighty Allah thereafter subsequently turn you, O Sahaba, O students, away from them. So now you no more worried about them, you worried about the booty, liyabataliyakum, so Almighty Allah puts you through this trial now. Annasu malu ila man indahu malu wa malla indahu malu fa anhunnasu malu where the wealth is the people they go there when there's no wealth somebody is coming for your daughter today this week and you know so first question papa what's your wages how many assets you got that's their biggest concern who worries whether he reads salat or not who worries you must remember is his income halal or haram and so all that is secondary what is your financial standing that is the greatest criteria in this world today sahaba, you made a mistake oh beloved sahaba you committed the sin Allah says and wallahi that Allah takes an oath he has forgiven you so no one has the right to go and criticize condemn you Allah calls them Allah is the possessor of grace for the, upon the believers so therefore 
great lesson for all of us therefore when we take the name of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu it must be with respect and when we take the name of Sahaba then it must be done with radiyallahu an and radiyallahu anhum to show that we love them to protect the honor dignity of Sahaba is compulsory upon us Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah